Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Girls with Dogs. This is Kimberly, the blogger behind Keep the Tail Wagging, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Kathy, the blogger behind Groovy Golden Doodles, and we are Girls with Dogs. And you know what? Last week, I wanted to read a comment, and Wait, I read it. What happened to the, how you doing, Kathy? I'm sorry. How you doing, Kathy? No, it's just not the same. Go ahead. <laughs> want to read a comment. Jeez. I'm sorry. And you didn't even say this was girls with dogs after dog. I keep forgetting about that. What are you drinking, Kathy? Ha! Ah, funny you should ask, Kimberly. <laughs> this is going to sound like a paid advertisement, but it is not. I had some friends come over for, the, for an overnight slumber party. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And they like Chardonnays. And I noticed that Josh Wine Cellars has a buttery chardonnay now i was intrigued so i bought it they left some you know in the fridge and i figured i'd try it not bad and i'm a red wine drinker oh this is not bad at all it's called it's a buttery chardonnay by josh well i am still drinking my my um apple cider you you have a half a gallon This time, because of the time of year, and everyone has all of those sparkling ciders, so this is mixed with the sparkling cranberry apple cider. Is this why you have suds on it, so it looks yes. like German beer? You yes. go. Mm-hmm. Oh, now way. we're now we are <laughs> blogger, content creator, author, um, niche writer, and mixologist. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm going to write a book. And all oh, my book is going to be one liquor with just different things that I mix into it. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> it, rem- it reminds me of Thanksgiving. Well, you, you know, then your timing is perfect because timing is everything. <laughs> okay. So I meant to read this comment last week. I forgot about it, but I did read it after we stopped recording. But on our last episode, or well, actually it was a, episode before the last one, Brian was kind enough to leave a wonderful comment on Facebook that says, congratulations, ladies. And this is for our 100 episodes. This is one of my most favorite podcasts because of the inform or why can't I read informality. I love to just hear you talk about dogs and living with dogs. Also, the length of each episode is just about perfect. So y'all let's give a shout out to Kathy because she is the one that asked that we've shortened our podcast episodes. I can't stand podcasts who try to put out Joe Rogan length episodes. Those are the three to four hour long podcasts. And this is me just adding context. Who has that sort of time? Anyways, looking forward to the next 100. So I want to say thank you, Brian. Thank you, Brian. That was very sweet. I, I really appreciate comments. Comments make me feel that it's just not you, me, Jax, and Bella. <laughs> that are having these kind of conversations. Um, before we get into tonight's content, though, I'm not sure. I do want to just go ahead and um, mention that the pet community really lost a giant um, over the weekend. Felicia Flea Christensen has has transitioned and and she has crossed the rainbow. Um, bridge, but the flood of 
This story. is the first I'm hearing of this. I had no idea. I didn't mean to catch you off guard. I just found out right <laughs> before I came on board. But, you know, Flea was suffering so much with um, her battle with cancer. Um, we knew that this was inevitable. Mm-hmm. But just the outpour of love in the pet community, it reinforces, Kimberly, all the reasons why we do and continue to do what we do, even though, um, you know, people come at you and then people leave me and hurt my feelings. At the end of the day, (laughs) this is a very, very strong knit community. And so, you know, prayers and love to those who really, really had a close personal relationship with her. I only saw her during blog pause and, you know, we shared stuff over the internet. Uh, But prayers and, and hugs and as I always say, doodle hugs and golden kisses and be to the family yes. as they navigate during this extraordinary season. Um, you know, may her memory just continue to um, to heal the heart. Yeah. So I, I just wanted to make sure that we said that. Um, she, was a, she was a very, very special human being, just absolutely. Despite the fact that she was going through so much with her battle with cancer she put on a good face. I remember when she decided to document her journey because mm-hmm. she struggled with that. If she should keep it to herself or document it. So she documented her journey for all of these years. And um, gosh. Everybody so... has, has little snippets of stories of Flea. The last time I saw her, um, you know, I don't know how, but we were and we talked about my daughter. And I remember when I first heard her for diagnosis and we were talking and she, I connected the two of them. They mm-hmm. didn't correspond very long, but um, just a, a unique human being. Yes. Um, a, a unique human being. So the world has lost a lot and heaven has gained a bunch. Yeah. She is an angel because she was just truly just a special spot. I mean, there are there are so many people out there that you know are amazing people, but there are some individuals who are truly just like they're just too good. And she was one of those people where she was so good and so kind and so mm-hmm. supportive and so giving. And she was everything that many of us aspire to be. And yep. um, I'm sorry, to, I'm just so sorry for her family because she she was loved. Very much loved. Yeah. It's and and today I actually had a a memorial for a friend who passed suddenly recently. So it's just like, ugh, what a weekend. I know. And it just always seems that this happens um during this time of year. Mm -hmm. Or maybe we're just more attuned to it this time of year. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that is it. But all right, so we're gonna change gears. Gears literally because someone got some new gears. I got some new gears. You know, I keep telling people I had this midlife crisis, but I don't ever really think I was in a crisis. I just decided at my age to just do the damn thing. But Bertha, the original Doodlemobile, was giving me all kinds of hints and signs that I didn't have much time left with her. (laughs) How long did you have her? Bertha, Bertha became part of our family in in the year 2011. Oh, 
So when we talk about riding a car to the wheels fall off. Yeah, you did. I damn damn near did that thing. But anyway, so I decided that as I was going to have a selfish moment, one, because my husband said I could, and go out (laughs) and buy myself a sports car as long as Jack's could fit comfortably in the back. So I brought home a Mini Cooper convertible on Wednesday and I love it. It's beautiful. Uh, I have kind of eased Jack's into it and um, he's getting used to being tethered because he wasn't bad Mm -hmm. parent in an SUV, but in this situation he needs to be. So, um, so he's adjusting to that and it's working out fine, but I absolutely love it. And, um, God has been good because it's November and I'm still getting 78 degree weather. So I know I'm looking at this sweater you got on and I was wondering what the weather was. Well, so it dipped a little bit, but (laughs) you like that dip right before we, um, logged on tonight. I literally just walked in the door from a, um, awards bank program. And so I wore this because I thought it was going to be chilly. So I'm literally under this enormous Zoom light, drinking wine and this heavy ass sweater. So <laughs> when you don't see me and you hear a complaint, just be a professional and keep on going. It's just okay. <laughs> from overheat ex- ex- exhaustion. But um, but anyway, you put something out on Facebook that I wanted to talk about because I could not believe, what do you call them, trolls? They didn't come after you. So this is not personal. But there's a picture of a man with a child and a dog. The child is a toddler. The dog is probably 25 pounds. The man is holding the child's hand and he's carrying the dog. And the comment, you know, I went down this rabbit hole. If nobody's ever seen it, Kimberly's going to find it and yeah. hopefully be able to share it. Yeah, I didn't put it out there. It was put out by a page no. called Home Chick. Well, the thing is, I think Home <laughs> Chick is the person who videotaped. Because somebody videotaped this. <laughs> and that's what a father's decision to carry his dog instead of his son has sparked a viral curiosity. A woman recorded the unusual scene from her car and published a video on her TikTok account. And it's titled Father Prioritizes Dog Over Son Chooses to Carry Pet Instead. And, and it, what's so funny about that is that's not what I see. <laughs> Oh, you know, the father prioritizing. And you could tell that if anyone, I would, I am going to guess anyone that has a problem with this doesn't have a pet. Because I remember a few years ago, um, what is it? What is the football player? Tom Brady. Tom Brady got in trouble because he, and it was before he got divorced, he and his family were walking down the street and he put his dog in the stroller And people are like, and they made his baby walk. Well, my thought was, is his dog in the stroller because of the the ice melt on the ground? And so he's and so to me, when I look at this picture of this father holding his dog and holding, you know, walking with his kids hand, is it hot? Is it too hot on the sidewalk? The kid has shoes on and is not it's not a baby. It's a walking kid. So, okay, Kimberly, they're called toddlers. Is that what it is? Yes, they're called toddlers. A walking kid. 
Yes, there's so <laughs> okay, sip. There's so many. Um so there are so many. If you haven't seen it, you know, please take a look at the link um at the end of this episode. But so many variables to why, you know, to what this picture represents. What if the dog, now the dog looks small. The dog could be geriatric. Mm -hmm. The dog dog could have gotten injured. The dog could be a senior dog that just said, you know, hey, I didn't sign up for all of this. The (laughs) child could be, um, there's no stroller in the picture, is there? Mm -mm. No. And then what about if the child just wanted to walk? Yeah. And how far were they going? Maybe they were just going from a car to a building or something. Where did they come from? Could the yeah. dog have been sick going to the vet or coming from the vet? Exactly. There's so many, there's so, there's so much we don't know. I mean, just to look at it and say, wow, here's a man with his dog and his child. And that's sweet. I just couldn't imagine why we automatically went to assume the worst. Because it is 2023 and this is social media and assuming the worst is what gets people all riled up. You know, I mean, that's I I, a free picture. And I read the comments thinking I was going to get the rest of the story. Mm-hmm. But then when I looked at the comments and they were just so vile mm-hmm. to the man. Mm-hmm. And then you put them on social media like, do you know this person? Let's go get this person. I know that's what cracks me. People are insane. <laughs> so I spent the weekend um, on YouTube which is now my new favorite TV program. And the YouTube algorithm showed me just video after video after video of um, people who got really big with social media and then crashed and burned. And, you know, basically all of them did so because they became, you know, they started out positive and just, you know, bright and sunny and all that, but they ended negative and dark and hateful and accusing people of horrible things. So I think that that's what social media does to people. It just, people assume the worst. I mean, right now um, in the Pacific Northwest, starting in California, it's in Oregon. We have a couple cases in Washington that I know of. It's also in Colorado and in New Hampshire is a respiratory illness that's highly contagious in dogs. Some people are calling it a flu. Some people are saying it's kennel cough. Some people are saying it's similar to kennel cough. I spoke with my veterinarian and it's not clear what it is. Um, And so they're basically just testing all the dogs that come down with these symptoms so they can figure out what's going on. The number of people who immediately thought that this was some type of conspiracy between the media and the veterinarians in order to force people to vaccinate their dogs was astounding. I mean, you could not talk people out of this, even with other people in the comments who either are currently nursing a sick dog or just re- their dog just recovered from this and people talking about, hey, I have friends who lost their dog or puppy to this illness. Re- Despite that, there are these people who are, they immediately go to the darkest place possible. And then when you have other people joining in and validating those comments, it just 
spins it and stirs it into just nastiness. And I hope to God nobody figured out who this poor man was and called his job and or you know found him and harassed him on social media. I hope someone um had some type of common sense and left this poor man alone because who, who I don't know. Well, here's here's my um great segue into this discussion. Okay. Here is my TED talk. Okay. okay. TED on, talking on this, TED on this subject. Um whether it is the canine influenza virus, the respiratory virus, whatever it is, if you're in this particular region, I plead with you to take every precaution necessary. For those of you who do not know me or do not know of my start with Groovy Golden Doodles, I watched such a virus um bring down a 102 pound golden doodle at four years old in pristine health from a Saturday jaunt with other dogs that I did not know till a cough on Monday till he um, was gone on Thursday. You can think what you want. You can rationalize your theories. But at the end of the day, I would say until your veterinarian, if your veterinarian confirms that there has been an accelerated number of cases in your area, I would really pull back from, you know, engaging your dogs in interaction. You know, I never really did, but I was a blogger. I had a sponsor and the sponsor did a lot of events. And Leo was the type of dog that could mingle and mix with any other dog, and it was fine. And so I never really knew. I didn't have the education that I have now. There wasn't any a whole lot of information out there um, for people to have access to. So everything I found out and learned was after he was gone. Um, yes, I would tell you that if you're in that area, I'm not going to tell you whether or not you should vaccinate. My dogs, Harley and Leo, were vaccinated for everything that they needed for the area or the location geographically where we live. And they did have kennel cough and things of that nature because they were um, doggy camp dogs because I worked. Um, but again, if you have cases in your environment, in your area, hey, you don't have to let them go to the dog park. If you take your dog to a doggy daycare, this is when you have that conversation. What are you doing with this onset or this increase? I don't think, Kimberly, that this virus is anything new. I just think just like anything else, it has manifested over decades and over time where it has become much more deadly in mm -hmm. the sense that dogs are actually dying from it. So, um, so yeah, I, I want people now, in your case, your dogs do not interact with other dogs. Nope. And I'm not saying that it that other dogs are the sole carrier because I have not been following your region, so I don't know what it is that they have. Well, um, we're we're also seeing people reporting that they didn't like we they don't go to dog parks. Their dogs don't interact with other dogs. It they don't know where their dogs caught it from. So yeah, it's it's, it's, it's mutating, and it's yeah. so because it's like one of those where you know how they say viruses they can't live long outside of the host. 
And so we don't know if it's mutated so that it's living longer outside of the host. If, you know, who, who knows? So, um, I mean, I do have a dog park in my area. I do take my dogs to it. If it's going to be empty or there's only like one or two other dogs inside, we're going to skip the dog park for quite some time now. Um, I never allowed um, nose to nose introductions with my dogs when I'm out and about, not because of illness, but because it's just chaos. And I don't, um, I just don't like that. I don't know the other dog and I don't know how the reaction is going, what's going to go down. And um, it's funny because Bella, please. She has a ball. It's funny because, you know, people believe that, oh, well, you know, I'm a raw feeder. So my dogs are going to be healthier. And um, that may be the case, but I, I have learned after losing two dogs to cancer that raw feeding is, does not make our dogs bulletproof. And so I'm not going to count on my dogs being raw fed and assume that um, they're exempt because I'm not a biologist. I don't know how this works. And so instead what I'm doing is, you know, focusing on making sure that my dog's immune system is strong by keeping them safe and healthy as best I can. While you were talking, I was talking to Greg, as in Google, mm-hmm. and it seems that Oregon, Colorado, and New Hampshire are now among the states that have seen cases of this canine um, infectious respiratory disease. Yeah. Um, and it does show up with pneumonia sometimes, and it does not respond to antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, there's really no telling where this is coming from, but I'm just begging people to, I'd rather be considered a lunatic and be extra cautious yep. than have to go through what I went through once before. Yeah. So that's my TED talk. Yeah. Well, I will add to your TED talk and say, I understand not trusting the media. I understand not trusting the medical community. Um, I am very uh, concerned when I see people encouraging others to ignore things that are shown to be serious, especially people who are in a position of authority and influence. You know, when we put out there on social media that, oh, this isn't something real and this is something that's always been happening and it's, they're they're making a bigger deal out of this than it is while dogs are dying, I think that that's not a safe message to put out there. Um, I, you know, and I think for people listening to those messages, understand that everyone has a right to their opinion based on their experience of what's going on in their community. Mm-hmm. Maybe educate yourself on what's going on in your community. And, um, you know, I, I think it's just sad because I, I've seen a lot of comments about people who don't trust their vet. So they're concerned that they're going to take their dog to the vet and the vet's going to recommend a vaccination. My vet didn't, you know, I contacted my vet and they just told me, this is what we know so far, you know, and basically the things that you said. What is the actual, okay, let me ask Google. What is the (laughs) vaccination? Well, the vaccine was from a few years ago and it's a flu vaccine. Um, I want to say that it started in 2017 or 2018, maybe. 
but I honestly don't know. I remember back then I asked Dr. Judy Morgan about it and, and, and she shared her thoughts and I wrote an article about it on my blog. But basically, um, based on what I read on the vaccine, it's similar to the human vaccine in that it's a guess on what strains it's going to cover. So there's no guarantee that it'll protect a dog. And well, it's a tracheal bronchitis, it's a canine cough vaccine. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it almost sounds like it's an extra booster type Bordetella. But you mm-hmm. know what? I think this is a great conversation for us to have with Dr. Craig. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I would love to know what she's seeing, what she's hearing, and what she is telling her clients because so we shall it, get her on in absolutely. A yep. We shall get her on. I think this is a great conversation to have with her um, in terms of whether or not and and speak to this vaccine being um, something that non-vaccinating pet parents might want to think about because of the um, what's the word I'm looking for? The severity of this particular infection versus other vaccines. And I'm not saying that rabies and kennel cough and all of that are not um, deadly because they could be, but the chances of your dog, I think, getting mm, I see what you're saying. rabid is mm-hmm. much greater than or less than, you know, somebody being in a region where this respiratory disease exists. Very, very interesting. Let me see if I can get her to come on. Okay. Okay. That sounds good to me. I'd be, I'd really love to hear her thoughts on this. Okay. But, all right. Well, well Brian, you're going to love me because you know what I'm going to say now? Hmm. Brian says it's time to stop. Oh, okay. Thank you, Brian, for being our timekeeper. There we go. <laughs> there you go. So um, since I will not see you because I live in a completely different state, have a lovely Thanksgiving. Hey, listen. May your bird be tasty. May your moonshine stay cold. And may your cranberry sauce have the ridges and not the berries. Yes. Yes. The way it's meant to be. Meant to be with y'all. All right. Listen, if you're listening, let us know. Does your cranberry sauce have ridges or does it have berries? Yes. Good night, Gracie. Good night, Gracie. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Kimberly, and I wanted to wrap up this episode with some clarifications. One, it is very understandable why people have distrust of the media and the pharmaceutical industry. What our concern is that through this distrust, we may be encouraging people not to take precautions when they should just be aware of what's going on around the country. And second, We are in no way recommending that anyone go and have their dog vaccinated. This is a discussion that you need to have with your veterinarian. What we do encourage is that you do as much homework as you can. And I have added links to some reputable sources below so you can check them out. Some people are choosing to treat this naturally. Some people are going a more traditional route. There is also a Facebook group that is tracking this illness and I will add a link to that as well. Thanks again for listening and have a fantastic week.